Hello, and welcome to Amija Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Williams, and today we're going to be interviewing Emma DeHorn and Joseph Bosco on the 15th Amendment. Let's start off with what exactly is the 15th Amendment? Okay, so essentially the 15th Amendment granted all male citizens the right to vote for state and federal laws regardless of their race, color, or belief. That's very important. Do you know who ratified the 15th Amendment? The 15th Amendment was ratified by Ulysses S. Grant to the United States Constitution on February 3, 1870. He served as the 18th President of the United States. It says in an article that he evolved his views and gradually came to support black voting rights, which ultimately led to a greater good as more people began to show support as well. Very interesting. Well, yes, this is true, but not everyone was on board with the idea at first. It took time, and it wasn't till the Voting Rights Act of 1965 where African Americans could vote. Okay, can you tell us who was involved in the 15th Amendment? Yes, former abolitionists and the radical Republicans were involved in Congress, who fashioned Reconstruction after the Civil War. The 15th Amendment enacted in 1870, which had signified the fulfillment of all promises to African Americans. What promises did they make? Their promises were to allow African Americans to participate within the voting rights of the U.S. Constitution, and their right to vote could not be denied on account of race, color, or previous condition of servitude. Okay, so where did the writing of the rules stem from? The writing of the 15th Amendment had stemmed from the 14th Amendment, when voting was treated as a fundamental constitutional right. What were people's reactions to the amendment? I think there were mixed emotions, both positive and negative. Everyone had their different beliefs, so to say that everyone was on board for this amendment isn't true. I think it also took time for people to accept this and realize the importance and real value of this amendment. That's a really good point, Joseph. Okay, so right now we're going to go into a really quick commercial break and then dive back into some more questions about the 15th Amendment. Do you ever have an argument with that one person about your favorite show? Well, look no further. Introducing the You Against the World app. In this app, you and your friends will be able to vote from a wide range of TV shows that will finally settle all arguments for good. Or you can vote online on other people's polls to express your opinions on others' arguments. In this app, you will be able to choose which polls to vote for, and by the end of the votes, you will be able to see charts on what others thought about the polls. Similar to the 15th Amendment, this app does not need any personal information, which will allow your votes to be based on your opinions and not your appearance. This feature allows others to not stereotype people's opinions and give and gives our customers the safety to not feel judged for their opinions. So try the You Against the World app today. Put an end to all those pointless arguments with your friends and download the app today. Coming to your app stores in 2021. Okay, welcome back everyone. So on to our next question. Why is this amendment needed? The 15th Amendment is needed because of the power it gives Congress to enact national legislation that protects against race-based denials or abridgments of the right to vote. Okay, so what do you think were the positive effects of the amendment on the African American community? I think that because of the 15th Amendment, more stability was provided within the country that ultimately moved the country forward in a positive way. Definitely. 
I'd like to add that a huge benefit of this amendment was that African-American men were finally given a chance to speak up for themselves and vote on state and federal laws, as well as other important issues. In addition to this, following the Civil War, during the Reconstruction period, many African-Americans were even elected to public office during the 1880s in the states that formerly had constituted the Confederate States of America. But even though they were able to speak out, doesn't mean that the country took their votes seriously, right? Yes and no. I think their votes mattered to a certain extent, depending on where you were in the country. Each state had different laws as to who could vote. The Constitution stated that a vote is a fundamental right, and eventually people of color were granted that right to vote. Adding on to you, Emma, over the years, states had required voters to pass literacy of tests or pay poll taxes as well. These tests were intended to disenfranchise racial minorities. Later on, a number of states enacted pool tax laws as a device for restricting voting laws. Okay, and were there some negative effects, negative effects against the 15th Amendment? Yes, definitely. Some negative effects on the 15th Amendment were the fact that the amendment did not give everyone exact immunity to voting. Many discriminatory practices were still used to prevent African Americans from using their right to vote. In addition to what Emma said, there were the Jim Crow laws. These laws were a collection of state and local status that legalized racial segregation. This had a negative effect among African Americans as it kept them from exercising their right to vote. Wow, very interesting. Now, did this amendment help lead to the establishment of other laws and amendments? Uh, yes, the 15th Amendment helped lead to the Voting, right Acts, the Voting Rights Act of 1965. This act gave African-American voters the legal means to challenge voting restrictions, which vastly improved voter turnout. Yes, I completely agree. Lastly, was this a big or small step for the country? This was a huge step for the country. This amendment allowed black men the right to vote for the first time in history. Yes, absolutely. I think a good example of how big this was for the country is in the Shelby versus Holder debate. There was a decision based upon a landmark of the U.S. Supreme Court regarding two provisions of the Voting Rights Act. Yes, essentially certain states and local governments had to obtain federal free clearance before implementing any changes to their voting laws or practices. This was to help secure voting laws. Wow. Thank you everyone for listening to our podcast. I want to thank our two guests, Emma and Joseph, for sharing their knowledge with us. We hope you enjoyed hearing all about the 15th Amendment. Goodbye!